Hello and welcome to Big Soda, the most trusted name in soda podcasting. Each week, we'll be delving into another big name soda brand from every angle to give you, our 24 listeners, the big perspective on soft drinks you never knew you needed. I'm Dash, and with me are my co-hosts Evan and Patrick, and today we're going to be tackling Fanta, a beverage that none of us can particularly summon any strong feelings towards. Yeah, I can't say I've ever wanted want whatever Fanta, but what are you going to do? Yeah, I fucking hate it. Before we jump into Fanta, I want to talk about a big breaking news story in the Big Soda podcast world. So in the wake of our last episode, we got tweeted at by the Dr. Pepper Museum. Our handle, by the way, is at Big Soda Podcast. That is at Big Soda Podcast. Anyway, the Dr. Pepper Museum had a response to our discussion of Dr. Pepper's status, whether it's a cola or not. I'm going to read you guys these tweets. So, at Dr. Pepper Museum said, We're here to settle the cola versus not debate. It's not a cola. There's even an old jingle that says so. Hashtag important things. They then went on to say, one of the presidents of Dr. Pepper, W.W. Clements, even categorized it as a, quote, pepper. Hashtag Dr. Pepper. So, let me throw it out to you guys. What do you think of this news? Pretty cool, right? Wow. I am, uh, I am floored that they, they took the time to listen to our podcast. I mean, we're a brand new podcast. We're, we, this is just our second episode ever. Um, and it's great to hear that, that people are paying attention. The people who really care about soda are really coming out of the woodwork to, su- to support us. And um, I just couldn't be happier about this turn of events. I'm, I'm super excited. Awesome. Patrick, how about you? Oh, I just love it. I think it's such a great honor. I just want to thank the Dr. Pepper Museum. The Dr. Pepper Museum is so good. <clears throat> okay, I'm sensing a little bit of a con- condescension in your tone. Um, it's not really what you were saying earlier. Well, yeah, I mean, if you know, we want to part the curtain a little bit. My first reaction was to say that we should we should trash this guy. I think it was uh, just a weird tweet saying that the CEO thinks it's a pepper. It makes no sense. And I looked on Yelp and, you know, the museum's apparently shit. So, you know, I don't know why I have to be nice to this guy. Um, I don't really care about him. So. Well, he took the time to listen to our podcast. I mean, come on. You, you can't disparage him like that. that. That's just mean. Okay. I mean, whatever. I think what Evan is trying to say that this is a fledgling uh, enterprise. We're trying to get some publicity. You know, what's the problem here? I mean, he said that the CEO considers Dr. Pepper not a cola but a pepper, and we're like kissing his feet and like being all nice to him. I just don't get it. I mean, when I brought it up, you were like, "Oh, let's not let's not go against the Dr. Pepper Museum, the much the much revered Dr. Pepper Museum." Who gives a fuck? Why are we shilling out right now? This guy's a doofus. All right. You need to tone it down, scale it back. Uh, Thanks you for listening, though. I do, I do appreciate that, sir. All right, I want to move on. I want to move on. I'm done with this. Uh, and I want to get back to Fanta, which is what we're supposed to be talking about. I want to delve into some of the history behind Fanta. Can we agree to do that? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Okay, thank you. All right, so though largely known today as an orange soda... Fanta was originally conceived as a knockoff Coca-Cola by a group of desperate foreigners who found themselves cut off from the supply of their favorite drink. Now, who were these lovable scamps, you ask? Was it the Greeks? No. No, it was the Nazis. Indeed, 
Fanta was first invented in the fatherland during the reign of Der Fuhrer. So I assume that that means they made it from concentrate then, right? Mm. Get, get it? Do you yeah. guys it's constant? Yeah. When Coca-Cola cut Germany off from their flagship soda on account of that whole World War II business, Kraut scientists came up with a solution. A final solution, you might say. Too soon. Using leftover whey and apple pomace, otherwise known as garbage, they managed to scrape together the first iteration of Fanta, a shortened version of the German word for imagination, a phrase that in and of itself is an oxymoron. Later, after Hitler's quote-unquote suicide, Coke bought the fledgling company and shifted its formula to the vaguely orange and entirely chemical flavor we know and tolerate today. In the 40 years that followed, Fanta introduced a wide variety of flavors, including berry, pineapple, and in Romania, elderflower blossom, because it was either that or discarded plutonium. I mean, given the choice, I'd probably take the plutonium anyway, right? Fair enough. But to the current generation, they are perhaps most notable for their Latin-tinged musical commercials featuring the Fantina dancers. Yes, in an ultimate irony, a soda now prominently marketed to minority communities got its start via a bunch of people committed to exterminating them. But, as my NA sponsor said, the past is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today's a gift. That's why they call it the present. There's no chemical solution to a spiritual problem, bro. I uh, just, just moved on to my latest chip, and with that in mind, I'd like to throw it out to my co-host. So what do you guys think of Fanta? Um, I've never really had strong feelings one way or another about Fanta. I mean, it's just kind of there, you know? I, I think I know it more from the advertising campaigns than I do from actually drinking it. Uh, you know, my, my biggest memory of Fanta is seeing that, you know, the, the now famous Fanta ads in the movie theater, you know? Um, I can't even think of the last time I had one, like an honest-to-goodness one, just the regular old orange one. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just not really my thing. Yeah, I, I really hate Fanta. I think if you're ranking sodas, I think Fanta has to be near the, the bottom, bottom five. And uh, it's mostly because Fanta just tastes like a bunch of chemicals. And it's weird because I think you see like a lot of their commercials and a lot of their like branding is like all around fruit. But I don't get any fruit flavor when I open up a Fanta. It's more like um, like drinking a bottle of like rubbing alcohol that somebody, you know, threw like a piece of like uh, Lifesavers in or something. It's disgusting. And I don't really know anybody who drinks it either, so... I kind of wish we picked a better soda to talk about today, but, you know, I guess we can keep All going. right, no need to get personal. Um, I'm not a huge Fanta fan myself. I only am familiar with the orange variety, really, and in that um, category of soda, I much prefer Sunkist, which hopefully we can cover mm -hmm. on another yeah. uh, show. Mm -hmm. yeah. I would even take Crush over Fanta. Yeah, for sure. You know, I would probably, though, put Fanta one uh, little bit above Slice, which is absolute trash. Sunkist, by the way, owned by uh, the Dr. Pepper Snapple Corporation. Oh, interesting. Good to know. You know, uh, for some of us who respect that organization and some of its uh, flagship branches and spinoff um, things. Okay, so I'd like to go back in time and go over some of Fanta's various promotional taglines and slogans over the years. So I'm going to throw out a tagline, and you guys give me your lukewarm take on it, all right? Sure. Sounds good. 
All right, so in the 1940s, the very first Fanta slogan was <clears throat> Erfrischt brauchst lemonade mit Fruchenschmack, uh, which is, is German, by the way, and that translates to Fanta refreshes. <laughs> what do you guys think of that? Um, not a huge fan of this one. Um, and I think the way that you read it pretty much sums it up. Anything in German, um, to me, always sounds like it should be shouted by somebody. And what you said, it scared me, definitely. I mean, in my mind, I was picturing it in, like, you know, brass metal hanging above, like, a concentration camp. Um, so I'm not super in on this one, to be fair. Um, I, you know, uh... Aside from the whole Nazi thing, I appreciate how straightforward it is. <laughs> you know, it was the nineteen uh, the 1940s, uh, Nazi Germany, so, you know, they didn't really have much time for uh, anything, really, because they were busy fighting a war, but apparently they had time to invent a whole new brand of soda. Uh, but, you know, they didn't have time to get the marketing right. You know, they didn't really have many options, so they didn't really need to get that creative. Um, so, you know, given, given the circumstances, uh, it's fine. Can I ask a question really quick? So the people who made Fanta were like actual, like real deal Nazis. Like they wore like the uniform and everything in the lab making it. Well, uh, I wouldn't go that far. They were chemists for the German branch of Coca-Cola. But when Coca-Cola was dissolved as a company by the ruling Nazi party, uh, I'm assuming they were conscripted into uh, state-run industry because, as far as I know, um, pretty much every major industrial center in Nazi Germany was ran by the party at that point. So this was like the same guys who were doing like the mustard gas and all that sort of like experimenting. They just... <laughs> that was the next door down. Got it. Okay. It must really suck to be like the, the grandson or granddaughter of the... Uh of the Nazis that made Fanta because everyone assumes that they're really bad people, but they were just inventing Fanta, <laughs> but they're Nazis. Yeah. I mean, that's a raw It's not deal. even Fanta as we know it now though. It, it was, was, it wasn't even orange. It was like a, it was like a Coke knockoff. Yeah. It was a disgusting apple flavored brew. Um, but you know what? At the end of the day, they were just following orders. So, um, <laughs> so I want to move on to another slogan, uh, from the 1970s. And this one, if you want to talk about originality, this has it in spades. It is, quote, Fanta, here from Europe. Ah, uh, what is this one? I don't get it. I mean, I get, I get it, you know. Uh, is this, this is when Coke owned them at this point, right? They did, yes. It, ha it would have to be. So this is just lazy. This is just lazy on Coke's part. They should be ashamed of this one. Not a big fan. Yeah, it sounds like maybe there was more to this sentence that didn't like make it into the final <laughs> cut of the ad. Because Fanta here from Europe, it kind of sounds like it's grunted or maybe like uh, cut out of different magazines, like the letters <laughs> cut out of different magazines, like a serial killer. It sounds like a little weird. I don't really like this one either. It sounds like a Nazi slogan. Like mm -hmm. it was still the Nazi marketing department. Yeah. In the 70s somehow. Well, it's like a boys from Brazil kind of situation where they were hiding out, you know, they had moved to North America. Uh, we won't get too far into alternate histories, but speaking of alternate histories and uh, tragedies, I'm going to move on to 2001 um, with the next big Fanta slogan, which was, quote, Wanna Fanta. Don't you wanna wanna Fanta? You don't want me to sing the song, but it's a song. Yeah, I don't, 
Yeah. I mean, what do you even say to this? I mean, uh, I mean, it's certainly better than Fanta Refreshes and Fanta Here from Europe. Well, if you guys think that one's lowbrow, I'd like to move up a little forward, uh, maybe 2004, 2005. This is the last slogan we're going to get to. And it's a kind of a Hawaiian-themed one, inexplicably. And it was, quote, drink Fanta, stay bambucha. This is way worse. This doesn't even, like, rhyme. It's not catchy. Like, what? What is with all this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually saw the commercial for this one, so let me set the scene. So the whole commercial's in Spanish, and you got two, like, huge weirdos. And they're in, like, telenovela-style like Hawaiian costumes with like the painted cheeks and like it's super racist. Um, and they're all pretending they're Hawaiians and they're just screaming this drink Fanta, stay bambucha, which is actually Hawaiian slang for huge. So drink Fanta, stay huge. I mean, it makes sense, but I still don't like this one. Well, we will get to why Fanta might make someone huge due to its sheer caloric intake. Um, we will talk about that later. Uh, when I first heard this slogan, my thoughts went to uh, Israel Kamika Wiki or whatever the hell his name is, the guy with the, you know, the big fat guy with the ukulele. Is that the lost guy? I don't know. But no, it's I was not just... the lost guy. <laughs> All right. Well, I was thinking about one, of, one or both of them, and it just didn't bring a pleasant image to mind. So I'm going to say that in general, Fanta's slogans are a wash. This company is yeah. incapable of good marketing. This is a terror. Everybody that has worked at Fanta from, you know, the, the Nazis in their humble beginnings, you know, <laughs> to the people who drive the trucks now, they all should be really, really embarrassed. And I think they owe all of us a personal apology. Well, tweet at us at Big Soda Podcast for your apology. Yeah, let's see if the Fanta Museum comes at us. Come at me. All right, no more shots fired on that front. Uh, speaking of firing shots, I would like to move along to a segment that I and no one else calls Soda Streams of Consciousness, a trio of rapid-fire questions regarding today's soda, and we'll all answer them to the best of our meager abilities. So first off, when it comes to Fanta, can, fountain, or bottle? I don't think I've had Fanta in a can or from a fountain, so I think by default I'm going to go bottle. Yeah, I'm going to go with none, because I just really don't want it near my mouth. So Fair enough. Moving along to our second uh, stream, can Fanta mix with alcohol? I mean, it probably can. Like a freshman in, in college would probably drink Fanta and vodka or something. I could see it happening, but I wouldn't do it. Or if you wanted to get like kind of fancy, maybe you could pop some uh, champagne in there, you know, get a little uh, mimosa action going on. And Now here's a question for you guys. I actually heard about this from Evan initially. Isn't there a thing of mixing a Southern Comfort uh, whiskey with orange soda? Hmm. Sounds disgusting. Yeah, that does sound disgusting. I haven't... That might. I don't think that was from me that you heard that. Hmm. Well, this could <laughs> yeah. be from uh, brainwashing or various programming installed from the Wanna Fanta song. But at yeah. some point, someone told me that. That's, that sounds like a, like a little kid just starting to drink. Uh, mixed drink. Like, Dash, did you hear that from, like, a high school kid that you hang out with? Yeah, that was definitely probably someone from, like, 14 years ago. Is that Bobby? Yeah. <laughs> someone from someone from a decade ago telling me their parents were out of town and that they had a liquor cabinet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we'll just call that another wash and move on to the final stream, which is, what is the best food to pair with Fanta? None of it. 
I guess, have you guys had uh, orange soda and uh, ice cream mixed together? In the creamsicle. Like, the creamsicle. Creamsicle. Creams, a creamsicle float. Yeah, creamsicle yeah. float. Yeah. Spaghetti? I don't know. I don't really drink it, so I don't really know what goes good with it. We certainly picked a, a, a stunning uh, second topic here, guys. <laughs> so I think basically the takeaway from this segment is that Fanta sucks and we all hate it. But I still want to give it a fair shot. So let's move along because, yeah, Fanta's popularity has waxed and waned. But I'm wondering, can we get some official stats here? I want to throw it out to Evan. Do people actually want to want a Fanta in the marketplace? Well, it's kind of hard to say that definitively uh, because it's apparently really hard to find information. Uh, about Fanta's financial well-being. Um, the most recent stats I could find are from like 2012, so I'm not going to even count those. Um, it seems like Coca-Cola, the Coca-Cola company is sort of like trying to roll up all their profits into one big reporting scheme, so I can't tell you definitively one way or another. But I can give you some demographic info um, about who drinks Fanta, okay? So I have some questions for you guys, and I want you to answer them to the best of your ability. So now, what do you guys think the average income of the typical Fanta customer is? Like $11,000? Prison commissary goods? Yeah. Prison barter system. <laughs> <laughs> Less than 20000 a year. Yeah, no shit. Seems highballing it. Yeah. Right? It's very I generous. I mean, it's just less than. It could be anything. Beneath, Zero. Yeah. 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 Um, average age. What do you think the average age is? I don't know, 13? <laughs> yeah, I'm on board with 13. Well, less than 24, so yes, I guess 13 counts. What do you think the primary ethnicities are? Latino. Like the Latino. Yeah, I'm not touching this one. That's one of them. I would also say, like, poor flyover whites. Really? Mm, that wasn't really reflected in the data, but I, I, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Black people. Black people? Yeah, black people. Okay. There's one other big one that surprised me. Hawaiians? <laughs> close. Sort of close. Really? We're kind of whittling uh, you know, down the list, so I'm going to throw out Asians. Yes, there you go. Asian people. I mean, definitely not a, as big as, as African Americans and Hispanics, but Asians are on the list. Higher than, higher than white people. That doesn't shock me. Yeah, you don't see what many white people drinking Fanta. Yeah, I mean, it's very ironic considering its, uh, its roots in Nazi Germany. So, uh, And then in terms of where Fanta is purchased, what do, what do you think the top spot is? Like a, like a hospital cafeteria? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, food drives? Yeah, people get it for free and like, yeah. <laughs> Not quite. Aid packages to third world countries? Airplanes? You guys are, are circling, circling it here. You're very close. Hmm. And by close, I mean not at all close. What about like finding them like scattered like in areas? I was literally just about to say the exact same thing. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> okay. Nope. It's dollar stores. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're dollar stores. And how do they pay? What's the primary payment? EBT. Method? Yep. EBT again, probably. Food stamps and cash. Yep. Really? Now here's a, here's. Here's an interesting question. Um, I have three common items that are purchased alongside Fanta, okay? Two of them are drinks, and one of them is another uh, item that is disposable and uh, also similarly targeted by forces for uh, its health concerns. So what do you think those three things are? Hmm. Uh, whiskey and a, like a handgun? <laughs> 
Cigarettes and a morning after pill? Cigarettes, yes. Specifically, Marlboro Gold Pack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. How do they have data on that? It's so good. Oh. So, um, and then the, the other two are drinks. Similar things. I don't know. Bleach? Non-alcohol. It's fruity. They're both fruity, like Fanta is. Orange juice? No. Gatorade? Ooh. No. Good, good call, though, but no. Red Bull? Nope. Like, uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I give up. I'm tapping out. Hawaiian Punch, man. Come on. That's Hawaiian disgusting. Punch and Kool-Aid. Jesus Christ. So people are buying this together? Yep. Why? It's an overload. Good God. It's an overload. Yeah. It's a lot. But look, that's what the data shows, and uh, that's all I got. All right. Well, that was really depressing and made me upset. <laughs> but thank you for that information, Evan. It was very helpful. Um, speaking of being upset, I'd like to move on to our taste test segment. Um, we each tried a unique and unusual variety of Fanta, and we're going to give you our comments and feedback. God damn it. So, uh, let's start off with, uh, with Patrick. What kind of Fanta did you get? I didn't get any kind of Fanta dash. Sorry? Not, not again. Not this again. Oh, Listen, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, because last time you said that we were going to do, like, ethnic sodas so i got no. a uh i got a tamarind haritos I, I i don't know where to begin did, evan did i say that i mean we're doing the the fanta show we're doing like yeah but i didn't want to do the fan obviously i didn't want to do the fanta show well you don't and want to do was... a lot of things all right you know i told you i've gone over this before did you look at the slack i if you mention that again what is that but did you look at the Slack? I told you it would be updated. I don't there. have Slack, and I'm not even sure you can install apps on this Acer. All right, here's what you got to do. You got to go to get.slack.help. Uh, I'll give you the instructions. I'm not going to do it One now. One second. One Just second. Go. Repeat the URL. It's http colon forward slash forward slash get.slack.help slash hc slash en dash us. Well, being a dick. And get fucking slack, all right? I'm tired of this. I want to move on. We're moving on. Whatever. Evan, did you get a Fanta? I did. I got a Fanta. What kind of Fanta did you get? <laughs> I got a strawberry Fanta. Ugh. Um, and I can hit you with my hot take if you'd like it. Please. So, I just had this. Just before we started recording, I downed it in about 10 minutes with an entire 20 ounce of strawberry Fanta. Uh, it, is, it has 300 calories, which is what the fuck is in this thing, first of all. Um, let me hit you with what it tasted like, okay? It, it tasted like if you put actual strawberries coated in like about four cups of sugar and then mixed it in with like a few dozen packs of just strawberry Skittles and then like melted it all down, uh, and then you just drank it. Yum. You know, I actually kind of liked it in a sick way. You know, it was so overly strawberry. Like, you know, I, I, I like strawberry, I would say. I've, I've only really ever had the orange Fanta. But this was, you know, I like strawberry, and it was so strawberry that it was kind of hard to completely hate it. Uh, but I do feel sick just saying that, and also in my body I feel sick. My brain feels bad. Uh, my stomach feels really bad also. 
my teeth feel like they're about to fall out and my mouth is like blood red like a fucking vampire uh my heart feels like it's gonna <laughs> explode which it doesn't make any sense because there's no caffeine in it whatsoever which almost was a deal breaker for me but mm. uh overall i thought i was gonna hate this a lot more than i did i still hate it but uh almost the novelty of it uh you know made me stick it through so i'd give it a like a like a three out of ten copy you there um I think you hit a lot of the important points about Fanta, about any Fanta, so I'm not going to go on at length. I will say that I tried the Fanta Mango variety, uh, tropical variety, also 300 calories. That's as many as like a double Whopper or something. I don't know what they're putting in this thing, uh, but it certainly is not real fruit juice because this Mango Fanta tasted like uh, like a Glade plug-in that had caught on fire or it almost tasted like a recently cleaned but not very well cleaned hotel room. <laughs> so in general, could not recommend this to anyone. Do not buy Mango Fanta. Zero stars. Great. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Patrick, uh, I'd like to throw it out. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Well, you know, I got the Tamarind Doritos. And? You know, this, this happened again. Yeah. Um, yeah. How was it? I mean, do you want it? I mean, how is the... Just tell us how it was. The tamarind haritos? Yeah. Make it quick. Well, it's it's warm, and uh, I don't really know how to taste because I couldn't open it. It wasn't a screw top. All right. I'd like to move along um, to your segment. Whoops. Whoop, 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 yay. Hooray. Great. Uh, it's news. It's the news. So why don't you just segue us into that? All right. So I'm going to get a little spooky on you guys for a second. And uh, I guess just a quick note to our producer, Zach. You could put in some like ghoulish sound effects. Maybe some tra chains rattling or a wolf howling in the distance. You know, stuff like that because we're talking ghosts. So I have an article in front of me. It's from April this year, and it is entitled... Why Thailand Shrines Offer Strawberry Fanta to Ghosts. Now I want to point out at the very top, this is an article from the venerable worldwide smash hit website weareresonate.com, which focuses on all the issues affecting East Asian countries. Now it should come as no surprise when I say that, this article is just basically gibberish. But from what I gather, people all over Thailand have these places in their homes called spirit houses. Literally everyone has them in Thailand, apparently. And from what I understand, it's basically a pit place where, you know, these frightful, brutally undereducated Thai people leave out like snacks and gifts to appease, to appease ghosts and bring good luck to what just has to be unfathomably shitty and terrible lives. And the most popular offering in Thailand is leaving out opened bottles of strawberry Fanta. How about that, Evan? That makes a lot of sense, having just had one. So this article has a quote from somebody named Chatga Pinjalai who's a 50-year-old Thai woman whose job is selling Fanta and other spirit offerings by the roadside in what I can only imagine is some kind of just heartbreaking, like, bombed-out village. And she says, You can ask them for anything. And she's talking about the spirits. Let me be free from illness. May my relatives avoid traffic collisions. Give me smart and studious children. Anything you want. So what do you guys think? You buying this? And what do you think about the, the choice of offering Fanta to ghosts? Since I've just consumed one, I feel like I'm about to die 
very soon anyway. So I think, I guess this sort of makes sense in that way. It's a good point. Yeah, like ghosts are probably the only beings that could have a Fanta and not die because they're already dead. So I guess it makes sense. I think the logic is pretty sound there. I also want to say that, as you mentioned, you know, if your life has absolutely hit rock bottom and you're living in a, a third world slum and squalor, like, you know, why not drink a Fanta? Why even bother drinking something that you could enjoy when the rest of your life is just going to be a hellscape? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of shocking. The article has a bunch of pictures and we're not just talking like one or two strawberry Fantas for these ghosts. We're talking like 60 open strawberry Fantas in your house. You know, I don't like what kind of like bugs that's going to invite in there. Although, especially there. Yes, yeah, especially there. You know, they got some Jurassic Park shit like lurking in the, you know, in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Um, is Thailand a jungle? This feels racist. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Let's just move on is. to the next story, all right? But wait, 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 wait. Has anyone caught footage of the ghosts on camera? Of course. No, of course not. Um, okay. I think the biggest problem with that is that I don't think we're working with a lot of smartphones in Thailand. Okay. Just want to make sure there were no orbs or ectoplasm. You can just you move on. Okay. So our next story is about a man in Leeds, England. Now, he confused police by getting on the roof of someone's house, and he started shouting about how he was wrongfully accused of stealing something from a store. He also reportedly brandished a firearm and threatened to kill anyone who got even near him. But here's where it gets really interesting. So the police arrived at the house and the man just refused to get, back, get down. So after a long back and forth, and this was all being streamed by the guy himself onto his own Facebook, which is a total veteran move, he said that he would only get down from the roof if the police went out and got him something. And I'm quoting here, get me McDonald's, a big bottle of Fanta, and a 10 euro stra- scratch card. Well, and believe it or not, it worked. I will quote from the article here. He later confirmed that he got on the roof in protest and said, I got down off the roof after two and a half hours when they got me two bottles of Fanta. What do you guys think about this guy's demands? Is Fanta the best negotiating tool or are you asking for something else when you're on that roof? I mean, once again, did he just know that he was going to he was going to die or spend the rest of his life in prison anyway? So he just chose the, the shittiest drink he could think of or i mean i guess maybe the fanta had messed with his brain maybe that was why he was doing this in the first place you know maybe Mm. he had too much fanta and he went insane these are good points so evan you think this might be like a the rock movie style like cyanide capsule for this guy just to die there on the roof might be yeah okay i'm taking it in a different direction um i'm finding it strange that this, this guy's behavior was altered so much by drinking the fanta could this be like a fluoride tap water situation where there's some kind of you know compound put into this drink that makes people subservient sheeple it's a good point dash and i'm not a scientist but i can say with almost I'll go 100, 100% certainty that there is something in Fanta that is way worse for you than, than fluoride. I can almost guarantee that. Well, there is an alternative option here, and it could be that this, is, this whole story is sort of fabricated. It's like a smoke screen almost. Uh, you know, we, we've talked a little bit on this show before about mm-hmm. um, how soda's on its way out. You know, there, there's definitely a sort of a narrative out there in the press about soda and soda's ill effects you know what if absolutely what if this was maybe a story that was a little bit tweaked to make it seem mm. like uh you know crazy people like soda i that's a good point so you're thinking mainstream media is floating out that this guy's like a soda addict this is what soda maybe. addicts do 
Okay. Maybe. It's a false flag. It could be a false flag. I'm not flag. ruling it out. Well, I think we all agree it's a false flag, so. I was on the fence, but. I don't feel good. Have I mentioned that I don't feel good? You don't look good either. You look very sweaty. Well, it's because he's got 20 ounces of poison in him right now. And there you have it. Fanta may be the worst soda in the world. But even so, even against all odds, it prevails. So let that be a statement on the nature of the soda industry. At a time when soda and those who support it find themselves under attack from the powers that be, let us all join together and find the strength to fight another day. Until next time, this has been Big Soda. And if you call it pop, you're a fucking moron. I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in, and I encourage you to add us on Twitter, at Big Soda Podcast. Also, please look us up on SoundCloud and iTunes. Again, this has been the Big Soda Podcast, signing off.